and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mac. Today we're making holiday banana bread. My husband brought this up to me a while ago about how he missed a particular bread that a friend of ours used to bring over. It was like banana bread that was just loaded with all kinds of stuff. And I kind of couldn't remember everything that she put in it, but a couple things I remember. There were nuts in it, of course. There were dried cherries in it, and there was chocolate in it. There may have been more fruits, probably, probably like four kinds of nuts. So I thought, well, I'm going to try and replicate this recipe. So I started digging into my banana bread recipes, and I kind of remembered I really didn't like my banana bread recipe. <laughs> so I, I got all my cookbooks, and I'm looking in everything, and, and I found this recipe well, this is like a combined recipe like I normally do, but I found some really great tips and techniques in this. So I put them together and it worked really well. It made good banana bread. You know, sometimes like if you're a person who bakes banana bread, there's like two thirds of the time there's a horrific disaster that occurs when you're baking it. Like the bread splits open the whole way or it burns or, you know, before it's done, like it'll be raw in the middle and burned on the outside. It's just, you know, banana bread for as easy as it seems is just tricky. I mean, you've never had this? I've never had a problem with ban banana bread has always been the easiest bread for me to make really? until I discovered beer batter bread. Well, my my one friend I mean, used like to the top will split open, but even if it's like real dark on the outside, it's still like nice and moist oh, in the middle. My one friend used to bake it for gifts all the time. Mm -hmm. And she would have like half of every batch would be like it would either be burned black or the loaves split the whole way open or something. And I would think like, why do you do this to yourself? <laughs> well, that's, I'm sure a lot of people over 2020 and 2021, I guess banana bread was a very popular thing to make along with sourdough. Well, yeah, you're active because you it takes a long time to it, it really does take a while to find a good recipe, you mm -hmm. know, and, and it's like that. You could say that with any recipe to find a recipe that works for you and comes out the way you want it to come out, you know. So this recipe, I would say for me, this is now my go-to banana bread recipe, even if I didn't put anything in it, if I just wanted to make banana bread. So um, that's the test of a good banana bread, because any banana bread is good when it has chocolate chips in it. Right. But plain. Right. Not every banana bread is Yes, good. this is true. This is true. So this has a couple of little tips in here that I thought were really good. Well, one thing I've never seen before, which I'll tell you when we get to it. It came out good. I did mine in, I have a set of these stoneware mini bread pans that it's like there's four little loaves in one piece of stoneware, which you'll see in the pictures when we post this. I actually took a picture of it. I had a set and a friend of mine gave me a set that she had that she had never used. I'm like, this is great because I make mini loaves of regular bread and I'm like white bread and wheat bread or whatever. I call it diet bread. <laughs> <laughs> See how I deceive myself just all the time. Well, but... <laughs> you can make a sandwich with a whole loaf of bread. Yeah, you just cut a tiny little slice, you know, you get your little. So, <laughs> so anyway, I decided to do it in that because I thought I'm going to see how it works in these stoneware and it worked great. So if you have those mini loaf pans, it, it works nice in there. It works really nice in a big full size nine by five pan. So however you want to do it, whatever you like to do with your banana bread, it's worked really nice. Here we go. You'll obviously need some very ripe bananas. Now this is a discussion that should be had. 
when you're making banana bread, a, a friend of mine told me years ago, Kathy Toman told me that if you're making banana bread, the bananas should be so ripe that you can barely lift them up off of the kitchen counter. Mm-hmm. And I and I just always thought like, Gah. but this is true. You want your bananas to be so ripe that there's like a, a sugary syrup that leaks out of them when you attempt to peel them. And you can't peel them. So here's what you do you with pay, those. I mean, let's be honest. You want your bananas to be grossly overripe. Oh, yes. Like it looks disgusting yeah they should be horrible it turns out delicious they should be horrible and what you can do like what i do all the time because most of your banana bread recipes call for about uh one and a fourth to one and a half cups of mashed ripe banana and that's about three to four bananas depending on their size so what i'll do is when i get my bananas to that state i will remove them from the peel however i do and freeze them so this is my pro tip for removing your bananas from the peel Because, you know, the funny thing about a banana is that as it ripens, the peel turns into a sort of a vault that you have to (laughs) you have to try to break into because it just gets so leathery that you can't get it open. So what I do is I take my kitchen shears and I, I have a bowl ready for this and I take my kitchen shears and I snip the stem end off of the banana. And then I squeeze the banana out into the bowl. Like a go-gurt. Yeah, like a go-gurt or toothpaste or something. Now, this works really well because then you don't have to deal with this icky banana or trying to pull the peel back or whatever. This works really well and it smashes your banana. Okay? So you squoosh your bananas out. Squoosh. You're going to squoosh that banana out and then you can put that into a freezer bag and freeze it or bake your banana bread, whatever you want to do. I usually have like, that's kind of a joke in our house. What What's in this bag? Is this sausages? or I mean, no, it's, it's bananas. Yeah. It's frozen you, bananas. You never know when you open the freezer, like <laughs> what's in all of these plastic containers that are reused from other things? Oh, well, that one's strawberries. That one's meat. That one's really ripe bananas. Like you never know till you open it. <laughs> It's called Italian Tupperware. That's mm-hmm. what the things are called. So, <laughs> so at, that's what I do with my bananas. I, I have them prepped and frozen. So when I want to make banana bread or banana muffins or my Aunt Rachel's banana cake with yummy frosting. Oh, so good. I have bananas ready. So this that's a good tip. So if your bananas are getting ripe or if you see a deal at the grocery store, because sometimes, especially around the holidays, I don't know, they must think everybody's making banana bread at Christmas. And they will have like a whole rack of overripe bananas, super cheap. Well, if you see that, that's the time. (laughs) You you get the cheap bananas, you let them finish rotting, (laughs) and and you you prep them. Squish them out. Yeah, squish them out. in the freezer for later use. (laughs) You're good to go. You're all set. Then you're all set for all your wintertime baking. So that's pro tip number one, squishing out the banana. So... (laughs) So that is not a shirt. <laughs> no. <laughs> that sounds like slang for anything. I don't know. It could be anything. <laughs> well, we'll just move on from that. Okay. So now this recipe, you can use butter or margarine. I'm going to go ahead and just as we go through, there's really not a lot of substitutions here other than you can use butter or margarine and you can use whatever 
combination of nuts, fruits, chocolates that you want to use. So here we go. You'll need a half a cup of butter softened and one cup of white sugar, two large to extra large eggs, so they can be large or extra large, one teaspoon of baking soda, three tablespoons of water, two cups of flour, a fourth teaspoon of salt, one and a fourth cups of mashed ripe banana, as about three bananas, like we said, one teaspoon of vanilla, and then for your stir-ins, it's like one and a half to two cups total of stir-ins. And I would say you could, I think closer to two cups is probably, it's, that's just it. That would be the, the perfect amount, I think. One and a half is good. Two cups would be better, but do however you want. So I did a half cup of chopped pecans, a half cup of dried cherries, and these are the sour cherries, and a half cup of dark chocolate chips. Those are your stirrings. You could also put walnuts instead. You could use a combination of walnuts and pecans. You could use any type of a baking chip that you want to. So, you know, you could go anywhere with that. So there you go. So what you're going to do is you're going to need to prep your pans and you want to grease really, really well when you prep your pans. So either a nine by five loaf pan, or this also makes four mini loaves. And I think the mini loaves are like two by four. You'll also need what I used as my large cookie scoop to divide the batter between the pans. If you're doing mini loaves, it, it was so easy to do it. It was ridiculous. And it also allowed me to make sure that there were like a pretty good division of stirrings between all the four mini loaves. Prep your pans, grease them really well. You're going to preheat your oven to 350 degrees. And now what we're going to do, we're going to take our half cup of softened butter and our one cup of white sugar and cream those together very well. Then add your eggs one at a time, beating after each addition. Now the baking soda tip. You're going to take that one teaspoon of baking soda and dissolve it in the three tablespoons of water. And your water can be like warm, not very warm, but just a little warm. Put that in there and whisk it around and stir it until it's dissolved. Baking soda takes a minute to dissolve and it works better in warm water. So remember that. So just stir that up and then you're going to add that into your sugar mixture. Now, once that's blended in, you're going to mix your fourth teaspoon of salt with one of your cups of flour. Mix those together and add that into the mixture and mix that in really well. And you can beat that in with a fork. Probably from this point on, you'll want to use a fork or a wooden spoon. Then you're going to add your mashed bananas. So mix that in. Now your batter's getting pretty soupy. Now you're going to add your remaining cup of flour. Mix that in really well. And one teaspoon of vanilla. Now for your stir-ins. Once your batter is mixed really well, everything's well incorporated. There's no dry things floating around in there. Add in your stirrings. Mix them until they're well blended. You can even take your stirrings and mix them together in a bowl so they're pretty well mixed and then dump them into the batter. That way you don't get a bunch of chocolate chips in one spot and cherries in one spot. You know, they're kind of broken up. Mix those in 
and now divide them evenly between your mini pans or pour the whole mess into your loaf pan. Okay. And like I said, I use that cookie scoop and they, a cookie scoop holds about a third of a cup. And I'm telling you what, it made it so easy because I just put one scoop in each little loaf pan and then I went around and around and divided the batter up evenly and they, they all came out pretty uniform, I would say. Very uniform size and everything too. Now, I, I have a question because I know a lot of times with cakes and stuff, whatever stirrings might sink to the bottom or they all like stay at the same level. Yeah. Do you have that problem with banana bread or does it just turn out? I did right? not. And I credit that somewhat to using the cookie scoop because you're kind of plunking around, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I, it seemed to me like things were pretty well dispersed throughout the loaf. So I was pretty pleased with that. Now, when you bake these for the mini loaves, I would go about 50 minutes is probably your perfect time. So 45 to 50 to 55 minutes, you know, and you can check these with a toothpick for doneness or tap a little bit with your finger, you know, I would say probably your doneness would be best with a pick on these. Mine took about 50, they were just over 50 minutes. And like I, I think I'd said before, my oven, this new oven I have is pretty consistent temperature wise. So it worked pretty well for a large loaf. It's going to need to be about 70 minutes, maybe closer to 80 also because you have a bigger loaf there. And you have to remember, like when you put stirrings in a recipe, they do kind of cool the batter off a little bit. It takes them longer to heat up. So, so just be patient, keep checking and be patient. And then what you want to do is when they're done, take them out of the oven, remove them from the pans and let them cool on the rack. Not completely. You want to get them to where they're still warm, not hot, but still warm. And then wrap them in plastic wrap and allow them to finish cooling on the rack. Because this, what this does is it holds the moisture into the loaf. It helps to keep the banana bread moist. If you let them cool completely on the rack, sometimes that'll cause them to dry out a little bit. This is an old thing. I think my mother-in-law might have told me this tip is just, you know, when they're warm, wrap them in the plastic wrap. No, it wouldn't have been my mother-in-law. She would have put a towel on them and because towels protect all things. Somebody but did. I, I was saying when, when we were talking about this earlier, I have never done the plastic wrap thing. And then I thought about it for a minute and I realized that is because I've never waited to cut into a loaf of banana bread. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as it's cooled enough yeah. to not burn your mouth, I am cutting into it. There you go. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so if you eat it right away, you don't have to do the plastic wrap thing. Yeah, but you can you if you're going to like wait a little bit to eat it. <laughs> there you go. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. So there you go. You get you get a nice loaf of banana bread out of this or four mini loaves. And uh, and it was pretty tasty. Now, my tip, my good tip that I learned on this uh, with all my banana bread recipes out in front of me was I had never heard this before. What a brilliant idea. The dissolving of the baking soda in water, because you know how sometimes when you make things with baking soda, you'll get a clump of it somewhere in there <laughs> and you just all of a sudden you hit that baking soda flavor it, this this came out perfect you didn't and sometimes you can smell baking soda I can when I make something with baking soda I can smell that chemical reaction smell you know 
And in this, I did not get that odor. I did not have any little clumps of baking soda stuck somewhere in the recipe. And it worked really well. I really liked that a lot. I thought that was a pretty good little tip that I learned on these. So I'm going to remember that because I've had that happen. It usually happens to me on quick breads. When I make a quick bread that has uh, baking soda in it, I'll get that little, that one little rogue clump, you know, or something that didn't, that stuck to something or whatever, you know. And so anyway, these do make a nice gift. They, they're nice to just throw in the freezer to have if company's coming over or whatever, nice way to use up your ripe bananas. And like I said, make them your own. You can put whatever kind of add-ins and stir-ins that you like. There is your holiday banana bread. It's like a better version of fruitcake. It's, it is a better version of fruitcake. Mm-hmm. It's a way better version of fruitcake, in my opinion. <laughs> I've so. never seen anyone joke about using banana bread as a doorstop. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't make a very effective doorstop. Nope. <laughs> well, that's because it's too delicious and tender. That's true. That's very true. But this is a handy, you know, any, any quick breads, they're so handy to have in the freezer. And a nice little gift if you want to take a gift to somebody. So there you go. Jolly holidays from Mary Mac Bakehouse. And make sure to check us out online on Facebook and threads at Mary Mac Bakehouse, on Instagram at Mary Mac Bakehouse and Mary Mac Podcast, and on our website, MaryMacPodcast.com. Thanks a lot for listening if you did. And if you didn't, too bad for you. <laughs>